And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. All right, we are here. We are back. So welcome to our monthly report episode. We hope that whatever is discussed here that will make you more aware of what's happening in society and culture and faith. Starting off with some grim news. On February 24th, Alan, are you okay? Uh, Russia, Russia has officially invaded the sovereign state of Ukraine, firing missiles and moving infantry in an attempt to gain control of what was once a state under the Soviet Union. Russia has since been heavily sanctioned by international bodies, mm-hmm. yay, uh, leading to the plummet of its economy. Uh, we briefly covered some of the reasons that Putin has always wanted to take Ukraine back um, in our monthly report last month. But what was uplifting, however, is that churches and Christian organizations have banded together and taking in refugees, putting out statements on uh, solidarity against violence and uplifting the situation in prayer. Amen. Thoughts? I am really encouraged by the acts of what Christians are doing on both sides, you know, in Russia and in Ukraine. I think, yes, yeah, I, think, yeah I, I failed to mention it's both sides. It's both sides, yeah. yeah. Which is the beautiful thing, which is like, I guess like, yeah, that's the most uplifting part of this whole situation, I would say, is that, you know, Christians are being an example of, of Christ in this whole situation and welcoming refugees and, in you know, being peacemakers in, you know, the situation that they're placed in. Um, and especially even like really big kudos to like the Russian Christians who are like pretty much like going against like what, you know, the president is, is it president? Yes. But yeah, what the president is saying and, and, and standing united with Ukraine in like not agreeing with what, what's happening to them. And, you know, Supreme leader, (laughs) not president. (laughs) Supreme Supreme leader. leader Putin. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just like. It's, it's, a, it's still a really bummy situation. It makes me really, really sad. Yeah. That they have to experience all of this. But, you know, you know, being light in such a dim situation that's happening right now is, like, I think one of the most beautiful things and, like, one of the most encouraging things that to see as, like, you know, as a fellow Christian and, you know, supporting their fellow man and, you know, supporting not not violence and not war, but, you know, in peace. Definitely encouraging. Yeah, uh, especially, I mean, both sides. I mean, from the Ukrainian side, uh, just being able to stand up and defend your you know, your country. Mm-hmm. Um, empty gas tank. Empty, <laughs> empty gas tanks. Empty gas tanks. Asking like if they tanks. wanted to tow them back to Russia. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah i mean there from that side obviously you know we we pray for we pray for uh the people of ukraine uh christian non-christian mm-hmm. right uh pray that they'll be safe and that it'll all come to a peaceable end mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, sure. resolution uh and so there's that i i, I applaud the I, I applaud the christian leaders in ukraine for uh being strong being a sense and uh uh, giving hope to the people as much as they can, mm-hmm. uh, and I and as you said, I, I I'm also very um, encouraged, uplifted uh, from uh, those of the Russian Christian leaders as well. You know, you you li- they live in a country where you don't talk against the government. You get arrested, mm-hmm, you get put away in a hole, and sometimes you disappear forever. Uh, depending mm-hmm. on how deep you go into your criticism of of that, you know, of the government. And so they're taking huge risks, right? Uh, some taking bigger risks than others, but they're still risks, mm-hmm. right? And they are still standing up for truth. Um, 
to be, you know, to be peaceable. This is not a thing that should be done. Mm -hmm. Right. So I pray for their strength and their courage and uh, for their safety as well, because it's not going to be easy for them. Right. So. Yeah, it's um, it's so wild how because we, we got this, I guess, uh, this news article from Christianity Today. And it's wild. The, the things that are being reported, it's like cu- a couple got married <laughs> like in the middle, of, uh, like in the capital, which is what's being fought over. Right. Yeah. Like uh, the capital, Kiev, and um, like the other big cities in Ukraine. Like that's what Putin's trying to take over. Um, so it's it's crazy how going you know with COVID and everything is like why are people living in fear? But then like we have peep here, we have people who sh- who would understandably live in fear, but then to be sober minded enough to see the hope in all of these things, mm-hmm. uh, despite these things to people w- would say that, Oh, it's so crazy that you're gonna getting married <laughs> in the middle of war. But then they're like, no, this it is makes, exactly this the is, perfect sense. <laughs> this time is, to do it. Yeah. Because it's love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, these actions of love, these actions of just, you know, brotherly love and banding together and making a stand mm. against a dictator, like an authoritarian who, you know, as much as one country has said they don't want to be part of Russia, like he's still trying to take over. And, you know, there are, there are polls already, like Ukraine pe- citizens were polled, like do they want to be a, back a part of Russia? They said no, like, like a wide majority of people well, said no. no. <laughs> That's for sure. Said no. So, um, yeah, as, as you're saying, like, it's just encouraging. And my thought is that this is what Christianity should be, right? Christianity is bigger than any country. Christianity mm-hmm. is bigger than any conflict, any political party, any, you know, politics, really. Um, this is Christianity taking the side of God and taking the side of peace and saying like, yes, you know, Russia is like, yes, my country is the aggressor, but you know, we are not a part of that. And we Mm -hmm. still love people from Ukraine. And then we have Ukraine who is, you know, the Ukrainian church, great, grateful that they have like an ally in the Russian, you know, Christians. Right. And then they can band together and, you know, take, you know, make a statement of, you know, anti-violence hmm. and just working together. And then Christian and then the side of Christianity where churches are taking in refugees. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's just a beautiful, beautiful picture of what Christianity um, should really be. Hmm. Um, against, you know, what Christianity has become in the West, right? Like where, you know, there's a storm and then a church closes its doors on people who are affected by the floods, right? Or like the storms mm. or, you know, like there was a massive storm, like there, there was a massive storm in, um, in the Philippines maybe 10 years ago, almost like nine years ago and then a church that claimed itself as Christian, like there were people knocking on its doors, but then they don't let anyone in. Right. But then we have churches here who are, you know, who are endangered. Like if, you know, Russia does take over, they're in danger of being, you know, persecuted because they took care of, refugees and all that Mm. and um and as you were saying the russian christians have also like this danger of being persecuted and Mm. torn down because they sided with uh people 
who the government is trying to go at after. Mm. So, yeah, it's just as a picture that you know these Christians in this war torn country, war torn countries or like war torn cities have banded together and painted a picture that Chris- Christianity or God is bigger than you know what this world has to offer. Sure. Right. Mm. Yeah, and and going back to sort of like the Russian population, I find it even more fascinating because I was just listening to to one of the Vox podcasts podcast and um they were saying up to about 60% of all like of the Russian people get their information from the state run media. Uh-huh. Right? And state run media doesn't talk about any of this as a war, right? Yeah. They banned that 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 term. This is a special military operation. Right? Only recently did they start to acknowledge that some soldiers has died. But, you know, they, at first they, they weren't giving a number. Uh, finally, they said about 500, which, uh, which is in contrast sharply as of this taping, right? As of this recording, uh, where Ukraine is saying, no, there's about 4,500 that that guy killed soldiers wow. that guy killed. Right. So there's a discrepancy there. And I'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle. Um, but going back to the point where, you know, it's, it's, uh, I find it that much more amazing that, you know, you live, they live in a place where a lot of the opinions is shaped by the government, right? At least the official, the official, um, talking points are shaped by the government and you have people standing up to that, Mm. right? You have people, uh, you have people, uh, protesting in the streets, St. Petersburg, Moscow, I think, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then you have cr- Christian leaders to say this is not right. This shouldn't be, mm-hmm. right? Especially when it's going absolutely against what your government is saying and there isn't any other really uh, dissenting voice in it, right? Because they've banned all other kinds of communication outside of that. And so... Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get it off of TikTok, if you can get it a little bit off of the internet, then yeah, you can do that. Mm. Uh, but you have to remember as well is that the the population of the, I mean, the Russian population is getting older, that much older in in whatever. Um, in fact, their birth rates has like gone under their death rates. So there's more people dying than they're giving birth. Right, meaning that it's just getting into an older population, and those older populations they listen more with the state-run media, mm. right? So you've got, you know, you've got leaders that are willing to stand up and say, "No, this is not." I know what you've been hearing, and I know what you've been hearing and seeing on TV, on the radio, what your government is telling you, but this is not right. Yes, my heart goes out to them. Um, fight the good fight, man. Shoot. Um, we do encourage you to give to do- charities who are true and legit and are honest with <laughs> where their money's going. I guess like verified charities that are actually like on the ground That's in true. Ukraine yeah. and help trying to help there. So um, we'll, in- we'll include those charities in our uh, episode notes. So not the Nigerian princess. <laughs> email you. Um, like I know <laughs> somebody, you know. I know that my church is, you know, the Adra International. It's pretty doing a pretty good job. So uh we'll we'll link you there. Um they're pretty honest. <laughs> they're really honest and um I can say that they're doing a spectacular job in helping the people in Ukraine. There are also other charities and we'll link those up in the show notes. Still keeping in theme of the Russia-Ukrainian uh, war. Uh, because of the war in Ukraine, people seem to have the desire to seek hope. And one way people have been doing so is uh, that is getting their hands on the Bible. And so leading to what a store called a Bible shortage. So an owner or a manager of one of these Christian bookstores have stated that we need more Bibles in Ukraine. Thoughts. And I guess... We as Christians can send more Bibles. I don't know. I mean, it's great. Send them a uh, PDF. <laughs> that, yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, a lot of them has like phones and stuff. I, I like I'm wondering so. why. 
They can't just get it. Okay, maybe it's the old, maybe it's the older generation. I mean, maybe. Well, maybe um, maybe they cut out. Wasn't there? Yeah, wasn't there news that they were cutting out internet? Yeah, that's that's well, also a thing. Mean, yeah, they can. can download an app. <laughs> so, but I, I mean, if they want to have it on their hand, like some people just need to have that physical pages being turned. And it's true. Whatever. I mean, that was. I mean, it for a while when we were switching over from, for, at least for me, when I was switching over from paper to digital, it's still I, there was an adjustment period for me to get used to, you know, being okay with just reading digitally, mm. right? When I've been so used to turning the page and having, you know, sort of be in that format in a written format, um, I don't want to say that it felt holier just like with the pages on it, but. <laughs> You know, there's that sense. I know maybe it's more not off, true. Maybe but more like, authentic. Yeah. Like, I, it just, you know. It's different. I can see why somebody would say that. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. I still uh, get mad at pastors when they're like, <laughs> should bring a real... A real Bible. <laughs> Every warrior needs a sword. You know you know that one? That's it's like, um, yeah, when they're preaching, it's like, I want you to turn with your real Bibles. Oh, man. Wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, so, yeah, I see what you're... Yeah, and um, the thing is, too, there's no there's no guarantee that we're... Because they're displaced, right? Like, a lot of people are displaced. Yeah, that's true. And so there's no guarantee that where people where are, are going mm-hmm. is that there are outlets to charge their phones. Good point. So a good way of being able to read the bible is to have, have the physically, bible yeah that doesn't so. go away when it, the battery runs <laughs> yeah, out yeah, 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 yeah man that makes sense so shoot how would you get bibles into the area or how would you distribute it what's the best into way into the to, area like, yeah how would you do? I mean, there's still business operating right okay that's good so yes. that's why the stores that's why people are still able to buy Bibles from the stores. Wouldn't it be? Aw- I mean, not awesome, but it wouldn't be like crazy if they shipped it in with like all the NATO machinery that they're sending over. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Bible. Like on. Okay, this half of the rocket launchers. Mm-hmm. This half of the Bibles. <laughs> right? Just. Oh uh, my gosh. So yeah, uh, I know. I think we got like, some from conservatives. So these are only kjv wow <laughs> we have a rate we have in a range of you know where you are at in your conservatism we have all the we have um we have from king james all the way to the message so wherever you have are in between we have we have a version for you <laughs> no guy. but it's, it's so true you need to have that like again like, we don't know what situation that they're going to be placed in going forward right they could be really cut off from the internet cut off from electricity and I mean, I hate to be cynical. I hate being cynical. Why am I so cynical? I mean, maybe you can hang around us maybe, too much. But no, sorry. no. I I am deeply cynical. It's Are terrible. You from Senegal. <laughs> wow. I mean, we can give them food or everything and anything, but no. I think like food and food, physical need is is, is good and everything like that. But like, yeah, to provide hope, and is this not the ideal situation to you know bring people closer? I mean, it's not the most ideal Man thing. Man shall right? not live. It's always an ideal situation. (laughs) Well, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Let's get them the message Bibles. (laughs) You got to start them off easy. The message Bible in Ukrainian. In Ukrainian. Please in Ukrainian. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's true. (laughs) True, I didn't think about that. (laughs) English would be nice, but I'm pretty sure they'd appreciate more if it was in their language. Apparently, they're bilingual. They also do Russian as well. Oh, so it'll work out of way. Yeah. So they can speak both. I think for the most part. Maybe we need to drop a uh, a special Bible delivery to Putin in his place, in his house. <laughs> you need Jesus. Do an air raid. <laughs> you need, need Jesus. There's an air raid of just, just Bibles being dropped <laughs> in Russian. <laughs> I think this speaks to, you know, there's this shift towards digital, right? And then we're we're just talking about it, like digital and how we cringe that pastors would like <laughs> Passively aggressively, passive aggressively, uh, say that you know you sh- you should only bring your physical, physical Bible. Bible, and I still think that this day and age that's still kind of severe, especially where we're at, where it's like peaceful and our phones are fully charged when we go to church. Um, but I think what this also teaches us is that 
there will come a time when electronics won't work anymore. Mm-hmm. There will come a time or like, yeah, season in our lives where, you know, we can't rely on our phones. We can't rely on having chargers or even uh, we can't rely. We won't be able to rely that wherever we're going to, that there's outlets to charge our mm-hmm. phones. So, yes, it's great that technology is there and you can choose whichever translation you prefer at a given moment. But I still encourage you to have a physical Bible somewhere in your house (laughs) so that. (laughs) Hey, man, you never know. um, You never know when you'll need it. Right. Or. Um, Oh, no, sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. Or no, it's like the book of Eli, and you just have a blind man who knows the wow. whole Bible. Wow, just memorize the whole just thing. Just memorize the whole forget Bible. Getting, yeah, forget, forget digital, forget written. Memorize, memorize that the thing. Bible. <laughs> I mean, it's good that people it are listening. Good. That it is good. You, would, you wish it was in a better, in yeah, a better situation as to why Bible is selling that out. They want to do it because yeah, sure. there's this natural pull towards this as opposed to a sense of fear and dread and. You know, impending doom. Yeah. Lack of hope. Yeah. Right? You wish it wasn't like that, but I think God will take that anyways. <laughs> He's like, oh, this we can work with this. Yeah, because, I mean, if you look at, I mean, uh, when you look throughout the scriptures, that's that's been there before God sort of like saying, hey, look, right? This, you're pretty much at on your last leg, right? Yeah. The armies are knocking at your door. It's going to come in. Heck, he sent Jonah and just said, hey, look, I'm going to destroy everything if you guys don't, whatever, if you mm-hmm. guys don't turn your ways. Right? So God will use situations like that, right? Um, it's not ideal, but I think he'll take it with the notion that, you know, you you don't do it. I mean, you, you eventually find out that it's not, you don't follow him because out of fear. You follow him because, you know, out of, that there's love. Mm-hmm. And you want to yeah. reciprocate those love. That's true. You know, understanding that, yes, there is a negative sort of connotation that we don't want to dwell on too much, but it is there, right? Uh, in our in our sort of, like, in our podcast on hell mm-hmm. and whatever happens after that, please go back and listen to that if you haven't. Um, but, yeah, there is there is a negative connotation. And so, I mean, there's a negative fearful, uh, scary, whatever you want to call it, there is an ending that will not, will not be good for people. Right. Uh, and yet, you know, in the end of it, there's a happy ending for those that choose God. And, and I, we would love it if you would, every, everybody gets to that point mm-hmm. where following God is about happiness and about, you know, the joy that you have, because he wants, you know, because you're with him. Mm. Um, and not because you're trying to escape something something else. Mm. Uh, having said that, I think God God will take it, right? Uh, and Yeah, God as, reaches people in different ways. Yeah, yeah. and what did, I mean, I know it's not, uh, it's not an acceptable sort of like frame for some people, but, you know, the idea that, hey, there are no, there are no atheists on a sinking ship type of mentality. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Right. Everybody finds God when, you know, you're going to die. So uh, not ideal, but I think God takes it. Yeah, man. I think God's gracious enough and meeting you where where you're at, man. Yeah. Literally at your last leg. So, but hey, we see this, we can see this as God using the stubbornness of Putin and, um, you know, his evil ways and trying to conquer something that doesn't belong to him and turning it around for good and somehow getting something out of that, like souls, right? Into his kingdom because of that. What do we say? God is sovereign. God is (laughs) so obligatory. God is sovereign point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, It's not cool. The situation that they're in, but God can use anything for his glory and yeah he can turn your fear and your wanting to find hope into you reading the bible and finally receiving the gospel and jesus in your hearts 
Yeah, and, the, and this idea that you can't lose when you're with Christ, you're with God, because whatever happens in this situation, whatever happens into this life, it is not the end. Mm. Right? There is another life to live mm. um, when, you are, when you choose the kingdom of heaven right? and you go after it. So I think that that brings tremendous, like that, that's a tremendous tool to overcome fears that you have in this life. Right, your uncertainty about the future, any of that, to know that your end will not be this, right? Whatever it is, but there's something else that's awaiting, mm-hmm. a better one. So, so yeah. So may God, uh, may may all those hands that are searching for Bibles be filled. Amen. Amen. There we go. Wow. Amen. That's good. Whether it it's digital us. or whether it's written. <laughs> digital or written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could just do it better yourself. Be better and memorize Be better. the whole thing. Memorize the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. That's so, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Which brings us. Wow, really? To our next <laughs> oh, and last oh, gosh. news item. <laughs> So, uh, February 13th, according to Christian headlines, Greg Locke, a heavily conservative, not conservative, uh, controversial pastor. <laughs> not uh, conservative, <laughs> controversial. Conservative. <laughs> uh, pastor of Global Vision Bible Church in Tennessee. What's wrong with Tennessee, man? <laughs> uh, preached a sermon on... <laughs> there's other stuff happening in Tennessee right now. It's like kind of <laughs> sketchy but uh pre so greg lock preached a sermon on mark 5 uh focusing on demon possession he then declares to his church that a demon communicated with him um and told him that there were six witches uh, that were sent to his church to infiltrate it so he said that two of those witches were in his wife's study group bible study group and he also said that the demon relayed the first and last names of those individuals as well as info like phone numbers and addresses uh the edited video of his sermon has been circling social media and has more than nine hundred thousand views um thoughts did you guys watch the video? No, I didn't watch the video. I, I mean, didn't want to do. I didn't want to. I mean, I stumbled oh. upon it like even before, like, like you, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, when it actually ago. came out, I was like, "This is the most outrageous thing I've ever seen in my life." It's so hard to listen. It's to. so awkward. Yeah, that's it's why I didn't want to do it. So awkward. <laughs> that's why I didn't want to do it. Like, can you imagine, like, like your pastor? You're at church, and he's call, like, he's like calling people out. Like, he doesn't call them by name, but he brings up like this really such a bold statement like there's witches in your congregation <laughs> and they're these these the i know two witches that are in my wife's bible study watch yourself and then he's like you so much <laughs> if you uh, so much, <laughs> you, you so much is cuff wrong and i'll expose it in front of everybody under this tent da, 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 da. it's so like we were talking about russia and Ukraine and the churches of how it should be and they've given a picture of Christianity that God would be proud of. Homie, this ain't this it. Ain't it man. <laughs> this ain't it. This ain't it, dog. Oh my gosh, that's so That's funny. a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. <laughs> that's a no for me. That's a no for me. Okay, wait. Is it possible is it possible that that enemies from outside can infiltrate a church. Yes. Sure, why not? But why? But why? <laughs> like, I think the enemy has already infiltrated. Ooh. He doesn't need witches to be in the churches. Ooh. Um, especially in Western society, North America, Canada, True. U.S., where Chris- Christian Christianity has already been under attack. Atheists and all those people uh, view Christianity as in a decline. And why would you? I think like 
in the enemy's view and standpoint, why would you send witches that can galvanize a whole congregation into like whatever whatever motivation, whether it's fear, whether it's uh, protecting and defending the truth or defending the church, they can be galvanized into unity in terms of trying to pray the devil out, right? Like, or pray these evil spirits out. Why would you have that when you, you can just, as a, as, as the devil and as evil spirits, you already have, <laughs> you already have them. <laughs> you already have them, but like distractions, right? Endless controversies, people fighting about women's ordination, um, distractions of like pastors who or leaders who are uh, caught in these scandals of sexual impurity, uh, sexual assault, um, all these things. Christianity has already been under attack without the help of which <laughs> of witches. So, so why so would you do that? Satan, it's a misallocation of resources. <laughs> yes. Basically what you're yes. saying is that there could be further best use somewhere else. Is that yeah. 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 That is You don't need to send them to the churches, they're already shooting themselves not, in the foot. I'm not saying witchcraft doesn't exist. There's there's definitely you know there's definitely witchcraft in the world and in the even, world, yeah. even in Toronto or even in like suburb, um, rural Ontario, you know, you know, we had Fritz here once like Jed Fritz who has his own podcast and he interviewed someone who was p- a part of witchcraft and who was practicing. And she, until this day, like I, I do believe her when she says that she's always under spiritual attack mm. because she was a part of that. Um, that I guess family or like she's part of that practice mm-hmm. and she turned away from it to go after God mm-hmm. or like because God found her and so I do believe that that witchcraft exists and it's there and it's really serious and that's why I believe that um, Halloween <laughs> I believe that Halloween shouldn't be taken uh, lightly we, we don't call it uh, that do we <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? I don't know what that is. <laughs> what are you talking about? But what's Halloween? Yeah, but and this <laughs> I know Reformation <laughs> Day. <laughs> I don't know about no Halloween. Reformation Day. <laughs> Happy Reformation Day. <laughs> this is Reformation. This is Reformation. <laughs> but I don't think in this case, this particular case, I I don't believe Greg Locke. No, I don't believe Greg Locke. Oh my gosh. You know, I think it was in, I don't know if it was in the, was in the article. I think he claimed that, oh, it's because of these witches that all of our, our, part of our congregation is getting sick. Oh, I mean, he is. I mean, we're in a pandemic. He's anti, <laughs> he's anti-COVID. Anti-COVID, anti-vaccine. No restrictions, no nothing. I'm like, mm, so I don't be, know about that. Yeah. And but what's those, hard about witches, it though, too, what's hard about it too is that he goes on. He kept saying, "If I'm lying, strike me dead, God." Yeah, right. yeah. Like, I mean, uh, okay, and he's swearing, he's not swearing, but like he's swearing against, you know, Jesus's name and Jesus's name and yeah, of God yeah, yeah. And, and whatever. If he's, you know, why, why is is he not familiar with what Jesus said? To if you're going to say, let your yes be yes, yes and no be no, don't yeah. swear against whatever because, you know, whatever. So there's something there that's missing. Right. Um, am I going to say outright that that witches or whatever can't influence uh, that witches and an enemy whatever infiltrating the church isn't a non-zero? Uh, I mean, bleh, right. I, I think any. I mean, I guess all any of it is possible, right? Misallocation of resources being what it is, you know. What it, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you know, whatever the, the circumstances, I'm not going to say that it's that it's a zero possibility that you know they don't come in. But in this instance, I I feel that it's like it's easy to 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 use something like that to bolster your legitimacy as somebody that's being sent by God. Because if if you, 
if you if you are sent by God, then you are going to be under attack, right? Like, sure. You know, if I'm doing that, that that we are under attack, that that enemies are infiltrating us, the, the spiritual enemies are infiltrating us. Uh, we must be therefore doing something right, right? That's the mentality that that that, mm. that you know God. I mean, Satan will send something to you so that you know whatever. Uh, yeah, it's it's an easy way and it's a powerful way to say, hey, we're from God. This is legitimate. This is what we're doing because you know we're under attack. And so if we're doing if we're under attack, we must be doing something right. That sort of that sort of thing. And so you can you can galvanize your your congregation into into going deeper, being being full into whatever your message is and whatever your ethos is in your in your congregation to say, Hey, yeah, this is, this is on God's side. Hmm. Right. It's an, it's a, it's a fairly easy and cheap tool to like use. Um, yeah. To foment any kind of like <sighs> enthusiasm for your cause, for your ministry, whatever it is, it's too yeah. easy. I and mean, that's where, that's where I've, I have problems with it because that's, because I don't believe, like, I have a hard time believing that what he's saying is true, right? Like, if there is witches on it, he's got the wrong names, and it could be like those ones that are whispering in his ear. I, I just, I have a hard time believing him. Right? And, and it's yeah. all a show. And yeah. it's all a show. Like he doesn't truly believe. Yeah. What do you say, these people? Yeah. Like no. it's. Or I can't. there could be other stuff, but like my question is, why is why are why is a demon? talking to you or like why is it why is he unveiling information why are are you well he said that in the sermon um is because he put the spirit under the authority of jesus that he like if you put them under the authority of jesus name then they just tell on themselves but like why why aren't you getting this information from god Like if there's really, if you're praying daily as a pastor and you say that you're really spiritually in tune Mm. with God, why haven't you gotten this feeling or this revelation from God, right? And you're getting it from a a demon. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I've been watching so much like true crime videos and this is like I said what you just said it's like oh this is like he's just you're just cracking the code like there's no way it could be from a demon (laughs) (laughs) there's no way it can be (laughs) Um, but also I see that it's so easy for pastors to lie right well yeah you're in a position of truth and and people are vulnerable to you because you know the level of trust that naturally occurs yeah in this so yeah you can whatever that's why cults are a thing yeah right no matter how far-fetched or illogical some of the teachings are Mm -hmm. right you get somebody that you can trust you can believe in just about anything that's true Mm. and my fear is that he's just doing this because people are starting to see and expose him Oh, really? Or that they have oh. something, I can see that happening. Or that they have something against them. Or like they're bringing, let's say like, I hope not, but let's say that um, one of the women have expressed that she has been sexually assaulted by a leader or oh. even by him, right? Like highly hypothetical scenario. But I could see him using this to ostracize these people who oh, have, yeah. Ooh, who, who are not, let's say it's even like, it's even a, like a leadership battle, right? Where, mm-hmm. where this pastor wants to bring this congregation towards a certain direction while these individuals are fighting him hard against it. And he can use and leverage this lie because Let's be honest. I think it's a lie towards, you know, getting these people out of the church. Right. Yeah. And like for these people, like I've been a, yeah, to be honest, like I've been 
a uh, victim of a pastor's lie. Not you, Alan. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. But someone else. Spill the tea. But, like, I can see... I've been like, outed. I've, <laughs> I can see how this would be, you know, like a strategy for him mm. to get these people out of his church. Wow. I feel so... That just takes that to the next wow. level because I was just thinking, you know, at the at the worst, he's being misled. Right? No, no, for sure, yeah, no, for real. That's what I thought. I think like he hundred percent believes, and I don't agree with that. I'm like, I don't know, man. Whatever, yeah, right. And he's kind of like, you know, he's kind of a little off, or even worse, maybe he's just like, okay, I'm just going to use this to bolster my, you know, bolster my um my credibility within my congregation because maybe as Mark was saying, maybe it's coming under attack. It's an entirely different thing when you, it's because you want to get somebody out. You don't like how they've been like uh, talking about you or their opinions of you. Entirely different when the way you get rid of them is you're calling them witches and Freemasons and devils. Yeah. Yeah. That's entirely different. That's, that's, I would think that's the worst of the bear false witness against your neighbors. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Oof, yeah. And what, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And whatever like happened to like, you know, the Matthew 18 principle where if you have a charge against your brother, you talk to them first and then if they don't, they don't listen. You bring another person or, and then like, then you bring it to the whole church when they're not repentant. So, mm. like I mean, there's the process, yeah, right? Yeah. There is. And uh, let's be okay. So, none of that is in there, right? We, <laughs> but we can see such scenarios where that's, where that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Let's let's just be out there, right? Uh, none of the, the we're, we're just kind of speculating at this point. Uh, but we wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that it was something like that were to be. Because, uh, yeah, not too, not too sure about this guy. Um, and I'm also a little disappointed with Danny Goki because I like the way I like. So if you guys don't know who that, he's a singer, right? He's a Christian singer, Christian artist. Oh, uh, I've seen him like. Yeah. First came out. Yeah. First came out. in Yeah. First came out. Well, I didn't know. I, I just liked what? hearing his music because he first came out in like American Idol and, and stuff like that. Oh, and He was okay, a finalist okay. in one of those and uh, he's got a good singing voice. I like some of his songs and stuff. And I'm reading this and I see his tweet. I'm like, oh man, no. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a oh, little. Yeah, Danny Goki. I'm a little. Yeah, I'm a little let down because of that. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, not you. Yeah. Um. So if you're listening to this, this is not the way, right? <laughs> God has called us, and hopefully, uh, we. We bring this to your attention because we want you to know that there are Christians out there who look down upon this practice of just straight out lying to con- <laughs> to congregations, and this is not the Christianity we've been trying. We've all these three things. Um, we we were talking about the church in Russia of and Ukraine and how they've painted a beautiful picture of Christianity. <laughs> um, oh man. And this ain't it, man. This ain't it. <laughs> Greg Lock, do better. <laughs> do better. Do better. Um, yeah. Um Oh, that's so scary. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that. <laughs> We're not saying that the church isn't under spiritual attack. It's a hundred percent under spiritual attack. Hundred percent right? can confirm. Hundred percent under spiritual confirm. attack all the time. Hundred percent of the time it is, and that's why we gotta do a really exceptional job in walking with the Spirit mm. and being under the the authority of Jesus Christ and keeping straight straight values, right? Mm. And not going on, not needing the supernatural or spectacular to prove our legitimacy as leaders or as churches um, just preach the gospel out there man mm. and 
the thing too like that's bothering me is like the absence of the gospel in this message like as a preacher like your message is to spread the gospel and to preach the gospel yes call evil out but with the motivation of you know redeeming those people who are in error true like there was no redemption (laughs) that's true there's no sense of trying to redeem Mm, it's just like condemning Mm. judging and outing and ostracizing so um as christian leaders we you know we encourage you to be more loving um what did jesus say you'll be um known as my disciples by Mm. what by having love for Uh, one another for one another so we hope that you and your love is what shines through Mm. um we're not saying that we're not saying that you shouldn't call sin by its name but don't make stuff up don't make stuff Ooh, up. Yeah. And if you're don't gonna stuff up. if you're gonna call out someone, do it in love, the way that Jesus did it. Yeah. Jesus modeled enough in the gospels for us to see how he wants us to deal with others. So yeah. I know that's probably a good place to lay it down. <laughs> you gonna say something? No, I'm just I'm wondering what's the possibilities that he's somewhat correct. Like, there is something that's there. What's the possibility? I'm not... And I think this dude's shady. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, his, his, the controversial nature of of what he's been doing, of course he's going to get some some blowback and some call out from whatever, from outside, for, from outside as well as probably inside. So, more likely than not, in my, in my mind, this is him trying to sort of like put some kind of defensive wall up on him and say, you know what? Uh, I'm legitimate because I'm from God and what I'm saying is true because I'm being attacked by, or there are witches in here and they're sent to infiltrate and there's Freemasons here that want to take us down. (laughs) So that's why I know that we're, we're in the right. So I can see where he's, I can see how he can get to this point. If it's not, if it's not true and he's just making stuff up, what's the chances that he's not? Zero. Zero? Whoa. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's bold. I, I couldn't even say zero. <laughs> well, I 1%. can say that because what's his fruit? Right? Chaos. And if he was right, and if, you know, like the demon really, uh, he was spiritually tuned, and the demon really, you know, gave him that information under the authority of Jesus Christ. Wait, what did that demon say again? Um, they were calling out like all the other there's witches right no there's other witches in this congregation <laughs> yeah. yeah that doesn't make sense hey I'm not alone that person's with me that person's with me that person's with me yeah why <laughs> right? would you do that man makes yeah, sense so do better that, demon. Well, Come no, on. you know what that, that goes to it goes back to um, what the Pharisees were accusing Jesus of right that he was he was like from Beelzebub oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right and mm-hmm. he's like how can we do this if how can I do this if we divide ourselves amongst ourselves? Yeah. It would make more sense if we were just together, right? If yeah. we, because then we can overwhelm you because our forces are stronger when we're together, yeah. right? Why would I divide my house because it's easier to conquer that way, right? So if that was the case, and I totally forgot about that, that's super shady, right? Especially when he's calling out specific specific uh names and and whatever i mean i just i just did a quick search he greg locker he's banned from twitter yeah, um he's I know, been spewing out conspiracy theories and everything like that yeah. in the past so uh, okay maybe it is zero percent that it's technically <laughs> you know, because that's what i'm saying i'm i'm, I'm, just I'm not like saying that this whatever i'm not i don't believe and him. not uh i think reputable he's super whatsoever. shady super shady. <laughs> super shady i think that he's like there's i don't i i have a hard time believing he's on the right side of of god's Sort of calling. You know what? Maybe we stuff. should listen to one of his sermons. Maybe we should check it out just to see <laughs> what he wanna, talks about. I just don't want to think that it's like a zero. Yeah, I don't want to waste an hour and be having like a very disappointing sermon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
hey man, I'm just trying to show grace to him, even I though just, he's yeah, like zero percent right. I want to make sure that yeah, I want to make sure that it's yeah, like a non. You want to make sure yeah. that he's 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 completely shady. Yeah, <laughs> completely. He's completely out of his shady. Element. Yeah, I, we, exactly we really want to ensure, you know. Right? I mean, because everybody des- deserves some kind of grace. At I'm just doing my own research. I'm just doing my own research. Yeah, yeah. I just, at the same time, I'm with you. I, I can't look at him. I can't look with it, at him without having a skeptical eye. That's true. Right? There's mm. just no way. Not not with what the fruit of his labor has been. That's true. Right? What he's shown in the past. Uh, does mm. that mean that people can't change? No, that doesn't oh, no, mean yeah, anything. Agree, right? Yeah. And that that's why I can't I can't say that it's. I, I have to say that it's non-zero, like whatever. Yeah, one percent. <laughs> yeah, but like it just—it just doesn't like it doesn't look good. Like it doesn't like for me. It just—it's not—it's not a good. The look. case built for him. It's just I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's just—it's not looking guilty. Look, <laughs> looking really guilty. Yeah. Like, so I mean, <laughs> tough to say. I know what I'm to doing say. tomorrow. I'm going to watch one of his sermons. <laughs> yeah. Do it, man. Let us know. I'll let you guys goes, know. I'll let you know how it goes. Wanna... Yeah, let me know. Let, let us know. <laughs> if, if you find any uplifting ones, share it with us. Well, I mean, we'll well, anybody, well, here's the thing. You can you can be uplifting and stuff, right? Anybody can say words that are motivational, inspirational. You can glean some, you know, truths here and there, right? Just be careful, right? Yeah. And and if you are listening to Greg Locke, uh, I would suggest maybe diversify a little bit. You know, see. <laughs> What's some John MacArthur? Oh no! Oh no! Diversify. You know, diversify. Get, to, get, get some. Uh, get some more perspective. Pray about it. That God will lead you. Bachelor. <laughs> Go from all spectrum. Get some Steve Furtick. Get some John Piper. Mark Finley. Like all over the place. <laughs> yes. So I, I don't want to close the door on this guy like that. That he's no like he's absolutely not because I, I can't. But I the can't door's say for sure. Though, right? I can't say for sure. Like small absolute crack. certainty. Small crack. The that small he's not crack. Whatever. You need to pry it. But I really, <laughs> but I really don't. I really don't think. I really don't think. So. Yeah. All right. So that's been fun. <laughs> um, Sorry for belaboring the point. It's all right. Uh, we hope that, you know, these three news reports have opened your eyes and let you be uh, more in tune with what's happening with society and culture and faith. And we hope that we brought a Christian perspective uh, in these discussions and that you'll join us again for another episode next week. So stay tuned. Well, folks, that's all we have for you this week. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion. Let us know what you think. Send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at the Prodigals Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe. Also, leave a rating and a review. It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigals Podcast.